like that. Alright, that's about it. The Wayback Machine. Greetings in the name of the Most High. Shabbat Shalom. It's really a, another... It's really another uh, week gone. It's uh, kind of hard to believe that time just increases in speed. I wonder if that's happening to younger people or not. Is it increasing in speed? Or is that just a a function of getting older? I don't know. I do know one thing that, um, you know, there's nothing new with, you know, they're back. I mean, yes, of course. Here we go again. Isn't this fun? Will the lizards return to rule and reign as they did before? Um, well, we have, you know, genetically modified, you know, to look more human type lizard. But I mean, in general, in the past, uh, the, um, you know, various species, but I mean, the ones that you see, you know, as the kings and queens and the the big guys who uh, also were worshipped um, were, uh, you know, obviously the, the serpent beings. And uh, they're depicted at times with like, you know, elongated skulls. And uh, just, you know, different shapes, you know, with a, with kind of a lizard face, you know, and, and in, in some cases, in other other cases, more human looking, but like I said, with the, sometimes with the elongated skulls and, you know, the one thing in common with all these, um, you know, there's, there's always like the pyramid, uh, pyramids associated with them and they're, they're, uh, they're always, uh, Involved in, you know, human sacrifice. And, uh, if you go to a lot of the myths and legends about them, they have, uh, like I say, they wanted open work. They weren't secret about it. It was open worship and they were openly visible to all. So we don't have that now. We have, you know, these beings have remained hidden. Many say Antarctica or under the earth. Um, and that's, a possibility that they remain hidden because, and this is another interesting fact I sort of uncovered in the ancient time, the people get mad at them, you know, because these beings, they would come from, you know, out there, right? And uh, <laughs> they bring their giant ships, right? And they would settle in. And, uh, you know, and because they're superior in technology and everything else, the people here were, you know, kind of, kind of, you know, some, not even out of hunting and gathering, but some agrarian, you know, agrarian, they kind of brought in an agrarian, uh, population. Um, you know, I have my own version of, of kind of what happened because you see, a lot of, a lot of this could be uncovered by the book of Enoch and also in the, uh, you know, the story of the, uh, of the uh, the angels and the fallen angels, the story of 
uh, uh, Gilgamesh, uh, which is um, uh, Sumerian, and some of the Babylonian folklore and, and even Jewish folklore, for example, uh, the, the chief of the angels, the, the, the best person upon the earth at that time was Enoch, had the favor of God, as you know. And then he was uh, taken, you know, and then a lot of people that look at that just say, well, he was taken the way that people are taken. He was taken off in one of these ships, and off he went. But, the, but see, here's the thing. Then the legend goes on to say, but he became Metatron in the sort of, you know, uh, hierarchy of God, if you will, and and became the chief angel. Some people say Metatron is, is really Satan, or the one that rebelled. You know, there's all there's you know a lot of arguments about all this, and it's really silly because it's just they're just really in a way you know tales, um, nothing really historical. But I mean, just the idea of having a name like Metatron in the Book of Enoch is is in and of itself kind of strange, being a Greek kind of name that that is really um you know meta meaning after then of course uh <coughs> tron like electron you know uh electronics um and um you know indicating like a like a, a technology but i wouldn't buy too much into that i mean you know in terms of trying to find out exactly what was going on but you know did did menatron um, d- demand worship, and and the it's very little you know that did these angels these watchers did they demand worship? I know in the Bible we have the one of the chief angels turning away. John wanted to worship the angel. He said, "No, no, no, no. We're we're brethren." So there we another admission that we're we're brethren. But then the idea that you can be somebody, this is what I think is important. <clears throat> you can be somebody upon the earth, a human, you know. And in Enoch's case, you know, Enoch had God's favor and, and um, you know, and then and then he was taken, you know, and, and, and God had special favor on Enoch, just kind of like Elijah or John the Baptist, a certain kind of person. And and really, but his true identity was Metatron, you know, the, the the chief of the angels. Of course, in the Bible, we have Michael. And, you know, so we have this kind of, um, and then some people say Michael is really Jesus. That Jesus, you know, you know Jesus' corollary would be um, Michael, or the head of the angels. And that that's, you know, mythology. I, I know from my own experience, that Jesus is just not easily uh, categorized. You know, in the sense that um, the, the whole thing is, it's, 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 it's kind of a complex thing, especially when we, when we add ourselves into the equation, which we have to do. Most people don't add human in. And the problem with that is, well, then, Without human, then what's what's the point of any of even talking about this? You know what I mean? It's kind of like a a a, a, a complicated, you know, complex thing of human, um, and then there's the angelic, you know, uh, connections, Jesus connection, God, Yahweh, you know, connected. So, what goes against the idea of seeding man? 
and I know this is where you all want to go. What goes against that idea, though, is the human soul. I think more, more to the point, it may be harvesting man for the soul. And then who put man with a soul? Could the uh, angels have created man with a soul? Fallen or otherwise, could the could the uh, you know the the lizard people or serpent beings? I love how some old texts call them serpent. They're like the serpent race. I think, like in the Arantia book, you know, the Arantia book is got a giant book for people just sitting around channeling stuff. <laughs> they have the serpent race. I think it's even listed as the serpent race and their and their role in the universe. You know what I mean? And 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 because we're you know. You know the the serpent race, or if you like the the um, the U.S. military industrial complex, i.e. the serpent race, right? So they're exerting their authority. I bet they'd like to enslave, but you know, can they create a soul? See, this is where we always get we come to the end of the argument, right? Because they say, man was seated here, says, you know, how many filmmakers in Hollywood have done like man is seated here movies? It's like, oh, dude, are you into propaganda now? You want to really convince us? Where's your proof? There is no proof. Like in Prometheus movie, the Ridley Scott movie, there's no proof in that. Or Alien, or, you know, or, or Avatar. Any of these speculative movies have speculative fiction in them. Um, you know, they, they have a thing they want to push, but it's like they want to teach you about man without a soul. You see, the whole fight, the whole point of the fight, the very fight of existence itself is over this thing called the soul. So it's kind of important, right? But they figure, oh, well, they can't see it. They're a bunch of morons anyway. So, you know, we could go about our business, right? They talk to the soul. They spend your entire lifetime trying to convince your soul to jump out of you and go with them. Your whole life. Generations go by where all they do is talk to the soul. They don't even talk to the human. They consider the human morons. So the morons are here, but they happen to have that soul. And they're so stupid, they don't know what they have. Let's get it out of there. Use it for us. How can they use it for themselves? Well, there's something to do. Have you ever you know, been a, done a little comparison between the soul or thought about this and consciousness? What is the soul to consciousness? Is there a connection between soul and consciousness? If you will, soul and um, electric power. Is there, a, is there a connection between the soul and electricity? Is there a connection between soul and the ether of space, of, of you know, of, of all space, of all, you know, the, the ether where apparently electricity can be derived from? So is, the, is the soul electric? Is the soul energized in any way? Does the soul, is the soul, here's the thought that comes to me now. The soul is like a star, a power generator.
when you're absent from the body, some people say you just you just become a star. You know, that's it's like a um, uh, you know the the star is a uh, like the sun. It's a it's a, it's a it, it obviously has energy. You see stars. So let's just for a second, just for humor, let's just say the soul has that kind of power. Something to be revered, not something to be uh, belittled or, you know, uh, ignored. But something that would be a, 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 a worthy prize, something to be sought. Now, the soul, how does one access the soul? How would they talk to the soul? Well, because what they're doing, the soul has a thing called free will, one of the most... D- frightening things that that God has ever bestowed on anyone would be free will. Because through free will, you know, there's power in that, right? The power of of creation is in free will. Uh, But also the power to deny, you know, the, the power to bargain. I mean, you have the power to say, well, if I gave you this and this and this and this, and the, the oldest, one of the oldest teachings of the New Testament is Satan owns everything and every institution on earth. He says to Jesus, I'll, you know, if you bow down to me, you know, you'll have command of all the, you'll be king of all over everything. I have control of all <clears throat> there is on earth. Everything. So it's something to think about. Like when someone says, I'm going to do go do my own thing, and it's like it's going to be successful. Well, if God makes that happen, yes, but if not, you're subject to, you know, the owner. He owns it, and he owns a lot of people. So you, you've got you've got that uh, to contend with. So he says, "Give me, say yes." How how does one fork the soul over? By supplanting the real creator, i.e. God, with a false god or a false idol or Satan or or even, you know, another person or anything else. So of your own free will that, you know, when you give your worship to uh, something other than God, right? You do that of your own free will. You choose to do that. And then that brings a certain response, right? In other words, if you don't want to be with God, you don't have to be. If you don't want to be a child of the Most High God, you don't have to be. If you want to, you can choose that. It's all coming through church. By your your faith in Jesus Christ, you become a child of the Most High God out of the seed of Abraham, done a lot of people try to make this all a genetic thing or some kind of racial thing that's all bs it's all spiritual that's the real world so anyway on and on we go right with with this with this round and round with this thing but they go why do they go round and round with it why do they spend your whole life suddenly trying to get inside you What's the thing they have to do to trick free will? See, they can't completely choose for you. Now, watch what they're doing with the, uh, you know, obviously with the uh, with the uh, with the jab, with the uh, the vaccine. Uh, 
Very interesting play on free will, isn't it? Very, very interesting how it's so well organized. Uh, suddenly, how I wouldn't even say standardized. It's just, things just don't roll out standardized, you know, world over. You know the purpose of the PCR test, right? Is to break that part, to break through to the blood-brain barrier. Right? To, 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 to blow a hole in that. Uh, for the purpose of uh, actually uh, shortening a person's uh, lifespan. Also, it, it e- even interferes with whatever is left of the of the, of the, of the pineal gland and, and the rest of it. I mean, it's a uh, invasion, right? The blood brain. There's a blood brain barrier, and the PCR test goes right up there where it can get through. It has to kind of push through, and apparently, it's uh, you know, in, in ancient times, they would do this to uh, slaves. You know, to limit them, to 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 uh, handicap them in some way. So here we have the PCR test. It looks like an exact duplicate of ancient times. You see, these people are very smart. It's humans that are dumb. These people, and the funny thing about humans is they think they got them. They 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 got it sussed. They think it's about them. They don't realize it's about what's inside you. Not about you. They could care less. And so now we're getting down into the nitty gritty here, you know. So they, they're doing these PCR tests, which is like right out of, if you go look at the ancient, you know, uh, I think it, it, like that, you know, ancient art, you'll see, this kind of, you know, sticking this thing up the nose of a slave. I, I've just gotten into that. I mean, that's just something that grabbed my attention the last couple of days, and I just was looking at pictures of that, and I'm like, that looks awfully similar to a PCR test. And some people report it's very painful. Like, what do they do? Are they moving something out of the way? Are they breaking through something? Are they breaking through the blood-brain barrier? Or damaging it in some way? Why is it so painful? Why is this an approved of test? Why would they want to break the blood-brain barrier? Well, it, it, if, if it obviously um, interferes with the blood-brain barrier and it, it, it shortens your life to a certain extent, and it it uh, it interferes with your you know, you know of, of cognitive abilities, let's say. Oh, there's a lot of different speculation about it, but I mean, why would they do that? You know. To obviously to keep control of the slaves. You know, or this was, you know, some people say this was a, a punishment. This is what they would do to you. They would give you, in effect, an effect, a PCR test. Now, I don't know. I know people that got PCR tests, and they, they say they're fine afterwards, and they don't feel anything was penetrated or broken. So I don't want to go too full-on conspiracy theory. We don't really have to, you know what I mean? I've, uh, you know, the the, the uh, there may be that difference where one breaks through, and uh, another doesn't. But it's interesting to me how there's a similar thing of poking something up your nose toward that blood-brain barrier. Maybe in the future there'd be something else. I don't know, but I do know one thing that uh, the the the, uh, the the whole 
ethos of this thing is number one, the number one uh, industry, if you will, the number one focus of these beings, the number one um, endeavor these beings have, the number one um, issue they have in, in, in general of just being able to exist, if the number one thing they think about. And then, you know, you realize that a reptilian mind has got, you know, they don't really think, they don't really ponder, they just kind of, you know, act. But, uh, you know, they're just kind of, I mean, they themselves are, you know, a picture-perfect conformity, right? They all act. They, like, have uniforms, and they have the, they have uniforms. Where do you think we got the idea of uniforms? From them. They gave us that. And what about rankings, the little ribbons that... uh Soldiers wear little little ribbons, little little uh, you know you know the Medal of Valor, the uh, you, you know the the, the highest honor um, yeah, the that you can get here is the you know, the Medal of Honor. Was it the Medal of? Uh, it's the upside down pentagram, right? Where'd they get that? Humans are too stupid to figure that stuff out. So where do they get it? Yeah. And and I would say intentionally dumbed down. I mean, in other words, what we have in terms of of knowledge, really, we got from them. They were so far superior, obviously, that uh, they had to become kings, queens, whatever. I'm sure that was God's will as well. Then there was a rebellion. And then apparently these beings, you know, they went underground, they went here, they went there, wherever they went, Antarctica, who knows? They they got out of sight, so, so they're not really around. Just like when there's people stumble upon giant skeletons, and these elongated skulls, they just kind of sweep them under the, you know, they don't really pay much attention to them, but these were the rulers of the earth. And a guy like David Icke might say, well, they were excellent at, uh, you know, genetic uh, modifications. They probably just made everyone look human so they could still rule and reign, you know, those bloodlines of uh, reptilian bloodlines and all that. And, 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 you know, you've probably been through all this stuff, but... Here they come again. And what are the, are the, your good friends in the government? What are your good friends in law enforcement, government, in, 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 in the medical establishment? Notice how all these are, are areas of control of society. Medicine, right? Uh, even corporate, how cor- the corporatocracy is getting involved in. That's where you go to work, right? That's where you get your, Paycheck, so you can buy food, so you can exist. The whole control grid looks like humans doing it. The whole control grid. I mean, there they are. And they're putting in place these things that look like they're all ready to roll out, right? Control, gates, check, checkpoints. Vaccine passports, which was right out of like Joseph Bengla, you know, has a love affair with Adolf Hitler. You know what I mean? It's just like, you, you know, it's all back. People here are too stupid. They're too dumb to even figure out what it is that's happening to them. <clears throat> I was talking to these guys yesterday and I said, well, you know, the whole point is to, to, you know, because they have tried and tried and tried to get your free will by, you know, propaganda. So whatever you see on TV, 
is propaganda. It's been that way since the you know it began. Radio, uh, communications in general, all of it's you know they they own everything. So you know, so what has been the point of it all? There's only one point. It's it's called conformity. But what does that mean, conformity? What do you mean by that? It means that of one's own free will, they must choose to conform. What do you mean conform? Conform to what? Well, it's obviously conform to a a, a certain uh, structure <clears throat> run by uh, the big lizard, the big dragon, you know, to, to, to agree, to obey, to follow orders, to be, it's, it's more than just, it's a whole litany of behaviors. It's a whole thing that's, it's, it's all ready to go. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a computer chip. And you agree to have it, and then you automatically behave and do. Monkey see, monkey do, take cues, you know, receive. Another big thing that happens is they hook you up. You know, they've had this hookup to AI for, you know, hundreds of thousands of years. I mean, I, I don't even know how far, but it goes back, you know, in, infinitely. I mean, it's th- this thing that happens to people, they become a robot already, Long before there were ever any kind of chip or nanotechnology or anything like that to hook up to uh, quantum computers and so forth and so on, there was already that. Yeah, but you just look at the first invasion of the body snatchers. They didn't have all that back then, but these people would behave as if that's what happened to them, as if they were implanted, as if their programming was taken over by another computer, and then they were run around. You know, they become a. Uh, model for for humanity and anyone that doesn't conform they get pointed at and screamed at they get gang stalked they get uh social harassment what are the things that happen to you if you don't do what they say and take the vaccine the vaccine is very fascinating because it's going very quickly how they're suddenly you know putting it you know here they're moving it very quickly to those who get it are good and those who don't are bad you know and look how quickly that happened just a, a couple months ago it was like this voluntary thing and you know but now it's it's like but this was always the intent for the last 4 or 500 years wait you just came up with this a year ago no it's been on the books forever we know we live thousands of years you know at a time so we know or we never die we know says the lizard says the being says the gray alien the one thing that's funny in area 51 or wherever this one was underground they asked this like sickly looking alien guy this gray they ask him about god and he's like, and he gets real, he gets arrogant, just like a, just like, you know, giving away his uh, compromise. And he goes, oh, well, we, we're in advanced, you know, right? We don't have time to get involved in such silly things as, as whether there's a God or not. Of course, there's no God. And in that arrogance came the truth. But the interviewer couldn't see it. It's amazing. The military could not see it. 
The think tanks with everybody with 170 IQ or better couldn't see it. The song comes to mind, Jethro Tull's thick as a brick, right? All the wise men of the earth could not see it. All the books ever written could not mention it. That just because there's some advanced thing going on or advanced technology does not make, and, and, and all of the other point inherent in that arrogance. I'm assuming you've seen the interview with the, with the alien. I mean, I would see that. I'm okay. So in that arrogance where there is no God, you know what I mean? Like it's a silly notion. You know, you lowly humans have those fantasies. That, that kind of attitude, right? I, I couldn't believe we're getting attitude from this, uh, this little, you know, lizard prop, this little Disney character. We're actually getting some kind of attitude. This arrogance, right? It's like such a human trait. It's just very suspicious, isn't it? Anyway, yeah, because you see, when they say there's no God, what do they mean? They mean, we are your gods, because we are superior, therefore bow down. We can walk on the ceiling, we can, we can put you in different dimensions, we have infinite numbers of dimensions you can go to. And then eventually when you study about dimensions, you realize... Oh, it's like parallel universes. Well, there's an infinite number to be in, and I can go to in and out of different dimensions if I, you know, if, for people that ever get control of their mind or their conscious or their or their power, or whatever. There, some people can do that. I'm sure I've jumped dimensions many times. Maybe not completely consciously, but I mean, where, where, where the, you know, the crash happened. I died in the crash on the freeway. The plane flew into the mountain. I didn't make it. Then the plane landed. Well, I was, you know, I flipped over from the one that crashed in the mountain to the one that landed, right? Uh, there are things like that, that that you look back on where you think, did something happen there? And I went on, did I die? I've been, other times I feel like I've died. But then my life picked up and went on. I've, this is an area that I've explored. I need to really quiz. Uh, I need to really... Um, I want to understand if other people understand how, like, the, the, the apocalypse, the world ends, but then it keeps going. Maybe some people don't get that. I want to make sure they do get that. That's an important concept. A lot of people say, but you're leaving it open-ended. Yes, because I want people to think about uh, you know, that, that, that there really kind of is no end. Anyway, the alien goes, well, there is no end to life. That's a human concept. You know, again, putting the, you know, that, that life goes on and on and on and on. In other words, don't value your life. It goes on and on and on and on. And, you know, there's all these subtle little messages within what the alien is saying. Most of, most of which is we are superior. Oh, we are, you from the future coming back to try to make some tweaks to make it a better world so that life will survive. And then they go, so global warming. <laughs> oh, well, you know, that's really funny. How many people do you think are going to fall for this? Right? 
when they started with the, with the global warming thing. They said, yes, you only have nine years to live. Yeah, that's because you're planning on killing everybody with these vaccines and chemtrails or whatever else within 10 years, Agenda 2030. We already know. We've already read what you wrote. You want us out of here. 90% of the population you want gone by 2030. That's why they say you only have like nine years to live. They're not talking about global warming. They're told to say that. First of all, they have no mind of their own. The AOCs of the world. So they're told, they're given a script of what to say. We only have like 11 years left. And that, that's because it, they're going along with Agenda 2030. In other words, humans will assist in exterminating 90% of the population on Earth. The, the culling has already begun. You saw, you, you know, you saw the governors who became dictators when Trump appointed them all a dictator, remember? And they started putting the old folk, wanted to cull them, they would take their social security, get thousands and maybe millions of them dead early. And that frees up a bunch of money, doesn't it? Money motive. Yeah, Gretchen Whitmer took place, uh, uh, Luhan, uh, whatever her name is, Michelle, she took, she took part in it, but she hid them better. But she shipped people to old folks' home, and when they went in one hospital, she shipped them to another hospital with a guaranteed of, right, our hospitals were completely empty during COVID. The Presbyterian Hospital up here was empty. There's nobody there. Seriously, the lights weren't even on. I mean, there's nobody in the parking lot. There's just no, it's just, there was a helicopter. <laughs> and look at, look at the people still going around like lemmings off the cliff. There was no one in the hospitals, folks. And then Trump built this, uh, the Army Corps of Engineers building all these field hospitals. There was nobody there. Nobody in the hospitals. Nobody on the ships. Nobody in the, the USS Mercy. There was nobody anywhere. I, I don't know how long I keep repeating myself about what happened. I think that I only repeat myself now in a way to keep a record. You know what I mean? To keep a record of what really happened. What really happened is um, it was a uh, psychological operation run by the U.S. military. You know, quarterbacking it with the uh, with the uh, who the UN and all that, but you go well. Who's really calling the shots? They from up there, wherever they are, under the ground, wherever they are, the, the serpent race. They are calling the shots through the. These people are just function. A lot of these people are not even real. They're clones. Some of them, and they're or there are or they are traitors within. In other words, they're 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 the same serpent beings, but they're. They look fully human, but they're in positions of power. Anyway, they have their grid in. Most people agree to serve the, these 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 people. They they fall. I was reading an account of the uh, you know with Jesus, you know, and Jesus. If you had agreed with Jesus, you know, you, you end up getting you know thrown to the lions. If you had uh, been seen. With Jesus, you get tortured to death. If you were, a, a, you know, an apostle, one of the apostles, one of the, uh, uh, you know, one of the 
devotees of Jesus, uh, you would be uh, made an example of. It wasn't about Jesus. They had to get, much like what they're doing, you know, regarding uh, the, the January 6th, they had to go out and find anyone they could that had something to do with Jesus. So they went and they asked neighbors, they did surveillance, and and they basically found everyone that had something to do with Jesus with the idea of getting rid of them. Just like Herod killed the firstborn, you know, and did, you know, echoing Pharaoh, as you know, to prevent this Messiah. You see, if you look at that evidence and you look at the the, the serpent race, you know, the the uh, you know the uh, the shining ones. If if you look at that that need to purge people that didn't do anything, they just listened to Jesus. I mean, you know, they just uh, you know had a quiet little pastoral life or something. Uh, you know, killed what, what what hunted because the only threat that there is to the serpent razor to anyone is Jesus. See? And when you work it backwards like that, you realize he is the Messiah. He is God of the earth. He is the word, though. He is also the axis. He is also the cornerstone. He is also the, um, you know, the eternal life, the living water. Whatever you want to, whatever thing that I say only evokes more mystery, though, as to what exactly Jesus is. So, you see, but apparently Jesus is still in power because these people are, are you know, they, they're having a funny way of doing it, but they're thinking, well, if they were patriotic and they gathered around the January 6th, you know, they probably believe in Jesus. And that's really kind of a derivative thing. Because I've never really seen them, I mean, I've seen in some countries where you have like Buddhists versus Hindus and, and um, you know, different, you know, Muslims versus everybody and, you know, trying to get people to conform to Islam and stuff like that. Religion and religious wars. And we've seen that. And we've seen that kind of persecution. And we've seen persecution of Muslims too, the, the Uyghurs in, in China, you know. Have, uh, but, so I think it, it, it we, we could say this safely for anybody that believes whatever they believe. You know, obviously... A lot of you, you may not know Christ, but you, you might know that there's something beyond this world or something in you that connects with something that's, you know, that, that, that's uh, not really understandable to you. So if that's where you're at, that's fine. You know, this, this idea that um, there is this higher power, there is this other world, there is this strength that can be drawn upon, there is such a thing as prayer, all of that is a threat. And I think the, um, you know, the threat of, of, of Christ also is with this. It has to do with the idea that these people are exempted from the fate that they would have being born upon the earth, which is uh, to be harvested for their souls. And then 
and thrown in the trash heap, thrown in the dumpster at that point, because there's no more use for them at that point. Um, and so if there's something that can exempt, and, and what's the purpose of gathering souls? Of What is the purpose of, of winning that game? Of, of You know, is that a game against God? I mean, how, how do they harvest, you know, they also harvest blood too. I mean, it's it's a it's a it really has to do with this idea that they can't go on uh, without being um, parasitically uh, connected to human in some way. That they must harvest the humans to keep themselves going. You know, this is really played out so well with the uh, with the vaccine. It's almost like a mirror image. You know, the way things are lining up right now, it's like a mirror image of the truth. It may not be the truth exactly, but it's like a mirror image in, a, in the sense that um, the sick, i.e. the serpent race, need whatever human has to keep going, but then humans are discarded. Okay, so if you go back to some famous stories that use the same concept, Okay, there's a story for kids called, you know, for young adults called The Maze Runner. Some of you may remember that. So a series on a movie they make, you know, they made, I don't think they were that successful as movies, very successful as a book, as books. I think that's probably where, where that story belongs. But it's really, ultimately, you find out that it's a story uh, about people that um, have a natural immunity. I'm not even making this up. They have a natural immunity to a to a disease that's on the earth. So they're hunted by the government. And they really want them. And when they get a hold of these people that have that natural immunity to this disease that's killing all the elites, i.e. the serpent race, right? Then they get arrested and they get brought in and they they get put in this like this little kind of uh, a sarcophagus sort of thing, you know, with all these tubes into their body, and basically they're just sucked dry, killed for their fluids, <laughs> for their precious bodily fluids. <laughs> so, and why do they do that? Well, what's happening is so they're doing that to those 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 people that have a natural, you know, that are naturally immune and giving it to themselves so they can keep living. Because without capturing these naturally immune people and harvesting them, the elites would die and the, the whole society would collapse. It's all based on the blood of innocence, you see? And so innocent meaning these, they have a natural, in other words, innocent meaning they're not hunting other humans to trick them into giving them, you know, to, to, to murdering them, to take their fluids and take their enzymes and take their, the thing that makes them naturally immune. And they come up with a serum. And that serum is then distributed to all the people in society. And these people that they hunt are out in the wilderness. They're not in the cities. They're, not, they're out there in the wilderness somewhere. And they have to be hunted because... Society can't survive. Society, human society upon the earth, cannot survive without the participation 
even usurpation of these people, these homeless, these disconnected, these uh, vagrants. So what images come to your mind? when? Yes, in other words, there's, there's a truth there, isn't there? A big, 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 big truth. We are hunted upon the earth, and those of you who've gone through gang stalking 101, 102, 108, 101 million, whatever, however long you've lasted with that, they're always going to hunt you. But it's not because you were randomly chosen. It's because you have something they want. And, you know, and it may just be you traumatized is what they want. And that's enough. So you're hunted for that purpose so that, so that our society that we all live in can continue unabated. And they need you so badly. They need you to consent, ultimately. And when you do, you know what they're going to do to you, don't you? They're going to harvest you. They don't have any intention of you becoming one of them and living in society. They'll tell you that. They'll put role models up there on the big stage of fame and fortune that you and tell you you could be like one of those. If you give us your Consent, please. We need it so badly. Yes, they need it so badly because without you, they can't live. Without you dead, I should say, they cannot live. So there's that. And that's the power, right? The power of life. So it's usurpation. So humans are born upon the earth basically for the purpose of giving the power of life to them who now look like us but are not us. Remember I used to talk about the two species? Like It's like there's two species. Yes, we also know that people that have gone over, i.e. given their free will, get some kind of a program where they behave, you know, they conform and they behave all... Like, you know, not like they used to be, you know, an individual, a good friend, a funny guy, whatever. That's all gone now. So that's what happens to people. I think it's more humane just to kill them, you know, rather than turn them into some kind of, uh, you know, uh, functionary robot. I, I just think that's cruel. But, you know, if, hey, if the guy's going to consent, the guy's going to be that freaking stupid that that's what's going to happen you know there's been guys who wondered well I, I wonder you know I was brought into and this is an entertainment the guy told me the story he goes well I was brought in there and obviously I, you know the guy wanted to have sex with me you know he was young and he wanted a record contract and and, and he just sort of like did, it didn't happen and it's all man on man sex I mean there's no there's no heteronormative sex in, in, in that world, if you will. I, I, that's a term I picked up from uh, these brilliant people. And um, it didn't happen. Then, you know, the phone quit ringing. That was the end of that. 
you know, that's, that's, it's all based on that. It's all based on either sacrifice, blood, sex, something. It has to be one of those or else no, no, you know, it's over. So the sex becomes the consent, i.e. yes. Yes, I will follow. Yes, I will obey. Okay. So there's your free will. And then, you know, the, the, then, uh, does Satan give you what he promises? Do those people filled with that spirit give you what they're promised, what you promised? I'll make you a star. Do you get what? See, had you done it, you still wouldn't have been a star because the the stars are pre-chosen. They're pre-chosen. Some don't even know why they're stars, but they're pre-chosen. It's not an earned thing. Well, they're given like, okay, let's say you have 100% talent. You know, let's say you're like, uh, you know, a great singer. You have 100% talent, right? Okay, so they give you like an extra 50 to 75%, so it's like you're more like 175 to 200 now, which isn't yours. It was given to you as part of the deal. And so you shine beyond the others. That's easy to do, by the way. Easy, easy, easy. It's done automatically. You know, so many artists... I know, like like in music, went from being pretty cool, like three-chord guys, you know, three-chord rock and roll, right? Pretty simple stuff. All of a sudden, genius stuff is coming out. You know, you know it, it, it's like, where did they get that? Where did that, how did, I don't see, where did they get that idea? Where did, how did, wow, things really, yeah, they got the infusion, you know, and, and how many people have you seen that had that, like, amazing talent? You probably met them. You know, they had a hit record or something. And then, like, some years later, they just couldn't sing. You went to see them in concert. They, they You know, the voice wasn't there. This, I, 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 you know, I know that uh, probably probably these people would object to me by saying that, but let's take the example of the most famous band in my Background would have been, you know, like Cream, Led Zeppelin, you know, Led Zeppelin, let's take Led Zeppelin, Jimmy Page, and uh, Robert Plant. Um, Plant, on the first day of singing, the first day they came out of the box, when they when they were just almost just above a bar band, they, they couldn't even fill any any stage. Just back when Bonham had the white drums, you know, so. You know, before he got uh, into the, all the acrylics and stuff, way back then, um, you know, I had heard a saw a little BBC video of them. You know, I think it was even in black and white. It was, you know, and uh, and they were doing the song "How Many More Times," which is based on a blues song that uh, that they you know and, and, and that they siphoned off somewhere, and and uh, yeah, American the, the black man. Yeah, ripped off again. Sorry, dude. You know, these Brits are sneaky. You know, they, they, they put all of China on opium. Anyway, so they, 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 so they're saying the song. I'm just trying to make a little bit of humor. I digress. I'm sorry. So they're, uh, you know, uh, going along and, and, you know, they're, they're saying da, 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 da. And they're playing, you know, Jimmy Page is doing some fun stuff with the guitar and then they just break into the, the 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 rhythm section of it, you know, the drums are pounding, and then Plant takes the mic, and first words out of his mouth, are just, he sounds exactly like the first album. I mean, no, what I could tell from that was 
when they were in the studio, they didn't have to use any EQ. They didn't have to use any... Re- they had to do nothing with his voice. It was perfect. It was the best I ever heard it was in that little BBC recording. That's the best I had ever heard it. I mean, it was just exactly... Not, the other guys were playing okay. You know, the recording, you know, wasn't that great of a mix, you know, for, for you know, it was TV. But I mean, but but Plant's voice was absolutely spot on perfect. The reason I mentioned it is because over time, you know, though Plant had the ability to keep singing on that superlative level, it 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 diminished. You know, as as and, and then the band broke up, and then tragedy happened, and things diminished, and there were no more tours. It, you know, it, it all kind of went. But when he goes back and does a retro thing, you know, rather than pushing on to do new stuff, he has the ability to 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 sing at that level but in the new things he does it's weird it's like there's a you know it's it's i'm not accusing him of anything i've just said i've never heard a voice that good i don't think anyone had you know it's like it was easily 50 percent above everyone else it was just instant star you know that's that's basically it and, and, you know and yet what about all the years that they weren't you know and then all of a sudden boom bam being you know it, it all happened you know, you could say that's God's favor, I guess you could say, but it definitely is a supernatural thing because it was going down, 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 you know, to where he couldn't hit the notes and couldn't hit the high notes. And then when there was a retro concert with uh, Jason Bond, the son of John Bond, I'm playing drums, and Jimmy Page and John Paul Jones, it looked like uh, like he could do Stairway to Heaven and all those kind of songs and hit those notes. So, I don't know, it just makes you, it, you sort of look at that and, and, and you see the decline and you wonder, is that, you know, because at first I know all these bands were enamored with Satan. I mean, they all wanted to be like Aleister Crowley and they, right, they put all the symbols on the drums, the all the kind of magical symbols of the Golden Dawn and things like that, you know, showing their allegiance, right, their free will allegiance. Owing in their own minds, not I'm not I'm an observer here. I'm not really making a value judgment, but owing their their success to Satan in, in their own mind, you know, in their heads, you know, in their way, in their in their understanding, and then reforming later. So the reason I bring it up is because as time goes on, usually young people think better of it and eventually repent. I mean, unless they're just crazy or suicidal, I mean, you eventually repent because you figure out this stuff. Or you listen to the Zeph report this year one. We're not really the Zeph report anymore because as soon as we had the COVID thing, we'd, everything changed. You know, it became the end. In a sense, every day we have here is the end. And um, until that changes, you know, before that, we were leading up to the end. Anyway, so... To get your free will, I was a big digression into rock and roll, but to get your free will, uh, you know, they'll promise things. They'll notice that their friends, as soon as their friend took the deal, overnight success, they'll see that, and they'll want to be monkey see, monkey do. Because they're programmed to want success, aren't you? Doesn't the TV program you to want to be a big star, success, hi mom, and all that? Yeah, 
We're all programmed from the time we're little babies to be like that. Why? So it's easier to get our free will consent. That's why we're trained to be like that, to be competitive, to to want to win. What do you win? You don't win anything. You lose. You you win uh, getting them to invade your body and consciousness and uh, change you. You win change. You get to be changed according to somebody else's idea for your life. Oh yes, you win that. Sure, you get that. Another. I mean, I'm just going back to entertainment and singers, but another another one. Britney Spears strikes me as a uh, classic. Uh, um, you know, generational. Uh, you know, allegiance to the to the bad guy. You know, to the to the to the system, to the lizard people, to this to the serpent class, which is also called normal society, which is also taught to you by your parents, and they say this is normal. What is completely insane is presented as normal. And the kids that don't get it, they wind up, you know, sacrificed or suicided. The others go into, you know, thrown into mental hospitals. So they find some way of, some, some, they used to say, go into the army, they'll straighten you out. Right? In other words, it's important for you to be, to have military-level discipline and obedience, and there's no back talk allowed. There's no thought allowed, and that's basically what happens to people. They get uh, they they have their free will turned into uh, the group will, the hive mind, the group think, and those are acceptable. Uh, you, you know, Winston Smith is not acceptable. He figured it out, so he's got to go. Now, this stuff has been going on for forever. In other words, the human being is born under subjugation, not free, <clears throat> certainly not innocent, not free. I mean, innocent, that's a, you know, corrupt, that's all kind of a value judgment. Human beings are basically born, and now they want to, they want to have human beings controlled in the laboratory. And uh, you know, raised in bags, you know, like they do clones. They can get a, they can get a, a human, a humanoid to apparently grow within, you know, just a short period of time into an adult, and then, you know, then they program them, and they. Sometimes people say, "I don't know if that's real. Is that Hillary a clone?" Or, you know, they they have thoughts or premonitions of other people being clones, and yes, there, there's clones, there's chimeras, there's aliens, there's all kinds of things that would horrify us if we saw them in everyday society. So that's, so, yeah, you know, the good news is now you know what the whole purpose of Earth and the purpose of human, the purpose of your birth is and the purpose of your life. That's your purpose. Whether you will or whether you will not, you know, some do, some don't, some will, some won't. I mean, it's a, you know, what will you choose? It's It's really... You're born here to, in a sense, a test of your free will to to to, to test what you will choose and what you 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 know when you look at the vaccine and this is so fascinating. 
You notice how they, they're, they're saying, well, you have to have this if you want to fly on a plane. Very biblical, right? You cannot buy or sell or you know, do anything. So you have to have, have this proof. But people can fake the card. They're forging the card. Oh, no, it's got to be in you, right? A mark in the forehead, in the forehead. Uh, you, you know, which then represents what? Consent all around the vaccine. It's all considered the, the whole choice. The whole point of it all comes to a head in the vaccine. It's a, it's just like a, a kind of a, like a little mock up, a little a little sort of running up to the to the big to the big to the big show, to the big tent, to the big you know main event in the three ring circus. It's coming right up. They're rocketing it along to see who will and who won't. And of course, the ones who won't, they're going to probably threaten to kill or whatever, you know, depopulate. The ones that keep trying to please their master will be able to kind of keep going along for a while. Then they're going to, they're going to, you know, eventually, of course, pay the price. Do you remember Joe Biden, who is a, a perfect, you know, lizardine kind of guy? Here he is. He says, those who don't get the vaccine will pay the price. He actually threatened with murder to murder the people that don't take the vaccine. Did you see that? No, I mean, most people, a guy says something like that, that inflammatory, and literally the people are so dumbed down, so freaking gone already, they don't even react to what would be just normal outrage. In my lifetime, if a president ever said the kind of things he said and done, he sits there raping and stealing all the money and running up the money and printing press to where nobody can afford anything anymore. And people just let him do it. I mean, if you let, uh, you know, any enemy, if you let Mao say tug in here and let him run wild in Washington, D.C., that's exactly what he would do. And people just sit there and, and, and let themselves get raped every fucking day. They don't even bat an eye anymore. They're just victims going to their deaths. They don't even fucking care about anything anymore. They're just, you know, I, I've, I've said to God, look, maybe it's more humane to get a nuclear war, just nuke everybody, get, get rid of them. That maybe that would be more human. But then again, they're not even there to feel any pain or, or, you know, pleasure, pain, whatever. I don't, not sure they feel anything. They just go from task A to task B. The, the guy says, if you don't take the jab, you'll pay the price. Nobody bats an eye. Uh, they run up trillions and trillions of dollars of money that, that, that we don't have, basically enslaving all future generations. They don't bat an eye. They don't care. They just want their, you know, I talked to people yesterday. I said, don't take the jab. Uh, you know, if, 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 with the idea that, you know, if, if it's not really necessary, you know, maybe you don't have to do it, but I, I have to because I need to get, be able to uh, go to Mexico and back. That's it. Discussion's over. No, he's no, he's not doing it. But but uh, Trish. Some people are really stupid, and there's nothing you can do. You can talk 
till you're blue in the face and, and you know and explained the world and how we came to be and who our rulers are upon the earth and and you can go through the whole history of the archaeology uh you know anthropology uh examples and now with the advent of the UFO and the return of the uh lizard says here they come so here they are they're here now okay so what they're going to do is roll this out are you guys you know notice how they waited to roll it out until people were good and compliant they use this medical emergency to get people compliant first none of it has to do with medicine none of it has to do with with medical anything all of it has to do with the mind the heart all of it has to do with the free will that's the whole point of everything you see there is no other point there is no other purpose of 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 human life upon the earth just here to make a choice that's it there is nothing else going on there is no greater elon musk tin can man you know a lot of times they look at the trail of satellites elon's got running around the earth. they go yo look you have those you know so there's all that going on too but they really are rolling it out i saw one of these things get in the water and i could see the light going under the water they the water they made no whether it's air or water there's no resistance yeah because they have their own atmosphere so that anything around them any object including bullets if you shoot at them notice how they can shoot at them and they are not, and they never get hit they never go down if they do go down it's one of ours but i mean they don't go down because they have their own um it's because they're interdimensional is why. And they don't have, you know, you might get a glimpse of one underwater, but then it disappears. These beings also pop in and out of, I mean, they're, they're all over the place. Whenever you feel oppressed, whenever you feel bad, whenever you need shelter, whenever you feel you got to call somebody and get some advice, whenever you feel bad, usually it's, you know, these people hooked up with, uh, you know, they're, they're hooked up with all the witches we were talking with one guy. I said, yeah, I watched the witches fly around here. I used to. And people mistake those for UFOs because they fly in these little orbs. You know what I mean? And and this guy out of blue yesterday goes, yeah, I used to watch them, you know, the, the witches. And he knew. So they're all connected, you know. They're all connected. They all want what you've got. And uh, when your purpose is over, i.e. you've consented, you've resisted, you've done this, you've done that, whatever you did in your life, and your life is ordered over, then you, you know, you're moving on, some to everlasting life and, you know, power and glory and all that, to be, you know, to be identified with the Most High God, or to uh, everlasting contempt, i.e. a failure, which... Yeah, I wouldn't call it an absolute failure. Somebody chooses, but but can we say? Um, I'll just say this: they can't make the decision for you. They'll always leave running room. In other words, they're not going to go door to door and force. Well, some have forced the jab, where they just force it. That's not what they're interested in. They're interested in people deciding to get the jab. It's a big, big, huge, all the marbles difference. Even now. Because what they could do if they wanted is they could say that, 
you know, we're going to form a line on the freeway and everyone going past this point on the freeway, you know, if you haven't had, you know, we're going to pull the cars over and, uh, you know, we're going to force the jab, we're going to hold you in place and jab you. That, a little of that's gone on, but in general, no. Why is that? Don't you find that strange? They certainly have all the guns and the power. They got the, you know, the whole military grid hooked. They could close down every road there is and put checkpoints everywhere in about five minutes. And they could say, you know, they could just say, uh, you know, I'm sorry, this is the rules. If you know, it's either you know, they won't say it's either this or I'll kill you. Resist, I may arrest you, and then I might kill you. But I mean, basically, I don't want you to die. Because I want what you've got. You see, I we my bosses they need what you've got, so they don't want you dead. They just want you, you know. And I'm going to do it. No, no, they won't do that. They they have to say, uh, "Are you willing to get a vaccine today? Are you willing to take the jab?" Yes, I'm willing. I'm willing to take it. If it'll make my life easier, I'm, you know, I just want to get it over with. Okay, here you go. Now you see you have used your free will and you have consented. And, you know, and I'm sorry for this this buffoon Biden. Uh, You will pay the price if you take the jab. And... People resent knowing that. They hate you if you say that. And when I say pay the price, what do I mean? Well, first of all, I wouldn't want to be in that position right now, but my advice to anybody that's participated along with this system is to get deliverance help from a deliverance, someone who can cast the demons out of you. You know, you can cast it out and then don't go there again. You know, I mean... Probably there's a little bit of a rescue operation. For the others, they will slowly over time just kind of become, you know, compliant and, and, you know, docile. You you know, uh, 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 you might say uh, trained, uh, you know, domesticated. You know, thinking the ideas that are given to you to think doing the behaviors that are given to you or programmed in you to do. Heck, a lot of people are already there already. They don't even have a jab of any kind. But, I mean, it's all part of a pattern. You know, the jab may or may not be the deal breaker. Let's not focus. I think too many people are focusing on the jab and what's in it like that. It's the consent involved. It's the, You see, the way they're doing it is identical to what they will do if there is a mark of the beast, say, you have to know it's a game chip, but they're they're setting it up, you see, so that uh, people will easily consent. But I mean, they'll it'll be the same thing. You want to go to the ball game? You want to do this? You want to do that? I mean, why would they do it like that? You want to go to the ball for people that have taken the jab? We have a special seat for you at the ball game. You get to, why do you sit in a special seat? Because you're going to die. That's why they give you the good seat because you're the sacrifice. Right? Why would they give you anything? These are for the heroes. Here, sit here. 
You know, here, we'll give you some swag then. Free car giveaway for those who get the job. Free, uh, you know, raffle. <laughs> Your name is entered in. See who wins. See how much fun they're having? It's fun to, to, to uh, you know, follow a few. It's fun. Society is fun. It's society. Anyway, so the big game is this. It's, 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 it's to get that, you know, to get that uh, event done, i.e. your consent. And well, I don't really have much hope here. I think uh, most people are in probably here in America. You know, most people, you tell them, well, you can be killed or you can get the job. I'll, I'll take the job. I don't want to be killed. I want to be able to go home. I want to be able to fly on a plane. So, I mean, obviously, it's no brain. It's not really even free will. They're, if it's free will, they're forcing my free will by saying I can't do anything. But the Bible is pretty clear. It just says everyone will be marked and um, and that they need your consent to be marked. Anyone that isn't is, you know, subject to being killed or being, you know, left out, unable to do anything, unable to, uh, you know, you know. And and so you, you think about it. You think about this this whole idea. I, you know, my it where I'm at right now is I look at this whole thing and I see it so clearly. You know, and it's so perfect a prelude to the UFOs. I mean, now now we have UFO sightings. Basically, in the news media, UFOs are talked about every day. There's footage, there's video. I went through TikTok on the UFOs yesterday, and it was like, I saw thousands and thousands of videos. People take him in the backyard. People take, you know, you wouldn't believe how many there are out there right now. And it's all it's going to take is just the, the news media then finally speaking with one voice and pointing to this reality to welcome, you know, at first they're going to be welcome these beings, these these uh, space beings, these space pro- welcome them. And then the second thing they will say is, you know, get to know them and understand they are superior to you. Show them the proper deference. That's how it starts. And then what? Listen to what they have to say about saving the earth. They'll set up then the whole green thing, you know, as another way of getting free will because who doesn't want to save the earth? Do you agree to save the earth? Yes, I do. Gotcha. And so they try to trick you into into using your free will to choose to save the earth, but you're really choosing to conform to uh, the you know, the bait-and-switch of the uh, of the serpent beings. That can include dragons, snakes, all kinds of serpents, sea snakes, dragons, flying, Quetzalcoatl, you know, uh, the flying dragon, the flying serpent, right? They got wings, they fly, right? Dragons have wings, they fly. The fire-breathing dragon, completely involved in the human uh, experiment. The one thing they don't have is they don't have what human has. 
and they have to have it or they would go extinct. So we've been going on like this for some time. Humans are simply used to further another species. By the way, that's also a species that, you know, they have achievements, you know what I mean? They've, they've, they've taught humans how to build buildings and how to, you know, build armies and, you know, have mathematics and different things. You know, sure, all kinds of things like that they've, they've taught to uh, humans over the years. And so human went from basically a, you know, a caveman into a, you know, some kind of, uh, uh, you know, government-oriented, you know, civilizational-oriented, you know, being that have, you know, and they cooperate. So to a certain extent, they want a, um, an absolute consent, but it's because they want to go to the, a, a different modification, a, a human 2.0, if you will, a transhuman, uh, you know, next step. And that would mean the end of humans. So at some point, an extinction uh, history. You know, the dinosaur, you know, it was there and then it wasn't there. You know, it was a cataclysmic event. It had to have been. But uh, could that have been provided by someone? Yes, it could have. Is there manipulation going on? Yes, there, there certainly is. But I still think, and I'll come back to the beginning of this talk and then we'll, we'll, we'll hit it. We've done it. I still think that the one thing that God gave us, and that's every human being, unfortunately wasted on quite a few, is the soul. They can't make it. That'd be like saying, all right, you know, the old joke, now you go ahead and, uh, you know, I can create as good as you can. God, watch this. You know, the sorcerer says, and, uh, and then, you know, so the bet becomes, okay, you make, you make the earth. You know, we make your own earth then. And, uh, so the, uh, sorcerer gets some dirt. He goes, no, 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 no. God says, no, get your own dirt. You know what he wants to make, right? I just need some clay. Get your own clay. Get your own dirt. Get your own resources. Invent everything, if you will. Okay, so it's the same thing with the soul. I could make a soul. No, you cannot make a soul. Meaning every soul that has been created, by the way, has been created by the loving hand of God. So we know when the, the, the serpent beings... And the aliens, and you know, and so we have the greys, we have some that look like Nordics, we have some that are the tall whites, we got the, uh, you know, we got the, uh, you've got the more reptilian looking ones, and then you have the ones that are reptiles, but then they're, they're, they've been modified to be, you know, exactly human. And you've had the military involved with them from the beginning, you've had the whole idea of population involved with them from the beginning. The whole idea of regulation been that way from the uh, standardization been that way from the you know uniforms, you know freaking uh, you, you know you know Velcro comes from them. 
You know, all these things come from them. Uh, albeit behind the scenes now, you know, not in your face, you know, where you're demanding worship, you know, of these beings, and some of them are quite tall. You know, we, you know they, let's put it this way, they are different looking, and they would demand that lowly human worship them. And now it's a different structure, but it's the same idea. Okay, so how are you supposed to live knowing that? Well, the the greatest life there is is it would be would be um, in life itself. Would be life itself, the light, the life. We eventually become tabernacles of the Most High God. In other words, there is no more need of of electricity or light or, or you know anything like that because we are the source. Again, you know, kind of like my star analogy, right? No, we are the source. We are the, uh, we are the, in, in essence, um, you know, they say, well, you know, Jesus, uh, and we rule and we, we are joint heirs in Christ. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Jesus is like brethren at that point. I mean, but, but further than that, the actual, you know, um, energy of creation stuff, the actual Godhead creator and human, you know, merged into this one, you know, the creator doesn't go away. So you are basically, you know, one in God, uh, you, you know, there's really no differentiation. There's no, um, you know, it's a mystery now as to what, what that looks like. I liken it to multiplicity. In other words, you're as multi multitudinous or singular as you like is whatever whatever's going on, you affect it. You know, whatever you feel, you affect it. You 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 know, you need a light, you're the source of light. You need something, you're the source of that something. No other being in the history of created beings has ever enjoyed something like that. So therefore you have a lot of uh, these beings, these advanced, so-called advanced civilizations and beings, are very jealous. And they're focusing all their energy to get that one big last purge to not only depopulate the earth, but they've got to harvest the souls. Because to do what they want to do, they need that power. So, well, okay, what do I think about when they'll be? I, they're here now. I just believe they'll be more and more prominent. It, it, you know how it comes on, you know, like the vaccines came on. All of a sudden, it's like there's this big draconian choice now to make. Remember how it began? It was like, well, if you feel you need a vaccine, you know, if you feel you want to wear a mask, you know, right to this like rote military you, we, oh, yo, you know, take the jail, you know, you, you know, I, I blow your head off, you know, you know, guillotine them, you know, whatever, you know, sort of, you know, Jacobin, uh, you know, the sort of, you know, the French guillotine treatment. If you ever even, if you don't have your freedom card, a freedom card that you're for the new revolution, uh, off with your head. And like I said, Robespierre, the, uh, the founder of the French Revolution, Lost his head in 1794. Boom. <laughs> Be like cutting George Washington's head off in like, uh, you know, 
you know, just 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 uh, prior to signing the Constitution or something, <laughs> or before that, it'd be like. Um, Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, even politics, the one good thing it shows is it's, the whole point is not politics, the whole point is not policy. The whole point is is what they will choose when they're in office, how they will use that situation. It becomes another spiritual battle for them. And most fail because, you know, power corrupts people. Look at the governors. You know, they all got corrupted. But then look at the population. Okay. Well, we're going to rape you and give you the jab. We're going to take your children. We're going to put them in a prostitute. Okay. I'm going to go on Oprah and complain. The thing that gets me is in America, people won't even fight. I mean, they just sit there, right? Getting, you know, just like killed. And you know, as they say, if you let the bully get away with it, they'll 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 take a little more next time. You know, they'll take the. But the one thing they can't do is they can't make make you use your free will in a way that would benefit them. If they make you use your free will, it's not free, is it? But see, that's the mistake. And then, of course, anything that they force you to do would not be considered, uh, you know, kosher. Would not count. No kaching. You know, they wouldn't get credit. So what's their contest? Their big beef is with God. They're in a contest with God. They want to be higher than the most high. They want to be the creator. They want to be the ruler. They want, they want all that. And they have a vendetta. How could God have done that with humans and not us? Well, you get the idea. Anyway, yeah, you can make a, you know, you can make a case. Well, I already know what the earth is all about. I can leave now. Bye. You know that. Well, I'm sure people do. People have left. That's not unprecedented. They had nothing left to learn. So they left. They got it. The really sad thing, though, it's what's really tough here is you end up having to choose, you know, your own death and failure versus, you know, exterior temporary success and ultimate spiritual failure. So it's kind of a painful either way. You know, it's just, it's, nobody is getting a, you know, a free ride. And, and so that's why a lot of people like it to a prison planet or a prison sentence or a punishment being here. And, it, you know, they, they're, you know, I understand it. Okay, well, I'm going to, well, that was fun. It was a, It was like, you know, it's kind of a, a, a rant in the sense that um, um, I'm hoping that I can wake some people up that are, you know, not wake them up to the, you know, wake up to the vaccine. The vaccine's going so fast, and then there'll be another thing. It's it's the patterns, to wake up to the patterns. 
Don't you see the parallels? You know, why they do the vaccine? What, what, question the structure of the vaccinations and the COVID, the way it's all been structured. You know, it, it bears a great similarity to this Mark of the Beast story. Being that, you know, you, 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 you know, even there, when they have such tremendous power to kill you and do whatever they want, still people choose to not have the Mark of the Beast. There are people without it. It's not that they ran from it. They can't, for, you right? They can't force it. So then that, that particular, you know, idea, which is true, leads then to the next thing. Well, then who's in charge? Who's running it? What's the story all about? And from the negative, you can assert the positive. You can get to the actual crux of the matter. And then once you get to the crux of the matter, then you realize, well, gee, I, I don't want to, you know, I mean, I'm, it's very unpopular to, you know, I just want to be liked. And I, yeah, well, the mean secular, neutral, if I assert my opinions, um, you know, on social media, I just, well, then I choose to be kicked out because I'll be the end of that. Right? Right now I'm just, I'm there kind of, you know, because we have the uh, the uh, the movies that, um, you know, I'm, I'm not sure, this is a kind of a strange thing to be talking about things like this in the movies. I think a lot of people that do movies, I, frankly, are, um, you know... Uh, well, it's very hard to do, so God bless them, you know, for trying. But, I mean, I think they need to understand, you know, the things we talk about, you know, here. What's at stake? What's the point? You know, because those, you know, because then if a person tells stories and they know they're grounded in the truth, then those stories will be, have resonance, richness, and maybe people learn from them. But I have uh, Girl Next coming out, and... Filmed by the brilliant and visionary Larry Wade Carroll, who was at one point compared to David Lynch on an earlier film. But anyway, point is, is that uh, that one is a little bit intellectual. It's a little it has some concepts that may be hard for people to understand. And then the next one's called The Quantum Devil, which is horror entertainment. You know, and it's. Not that it's lowbrow, one's highbrow, one's lowbrow. They're both connected into the sequels. There's like four sequels. But what it is is really, um, you know, you think it's an abduction story going in, a woman's abducted, they're going to make her into, they're going to use trauma-based mind control to, to split her and then make her into a Sophia doll, and then it just kind of like totally backfired. It just goes a whole other direction about, you know, about what life is too, about, you know, the simulated life we're given. This is all kind of almost like a game show. We learn a few things about the character, but there's time in the next one to get down to business. I mean, you know, and then eventually we'll catch up with her again. You know, she says she can't be programmed. She says she's a clone of a clone. You know, and that had nothing to do with the, you know, I think that confuses people, but, but I, I just say, well, does every character tell you the truth? What if she's mistaken? And so people don't, you know, I mean, what if that just comes out of left field? What, what, what does that mean? I can't be programmed. I'm a clone. You know, I would think if you're a clone, you could be programmed easily.
So I don't quite believe the character. Well, why put them on the screen? Well, because it's not over yet. (laughs) You know, there's a lot of things you learn, you know, but basically it's about... uh, yeah, her versus this 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 den of of, of thieves. These these uh, you know who are totally you know sort of fear and loathing in Las Vegas level, you know perverts. They're you know they're 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 ruthless. They're uh, you know beyond drugged out. They're they're um, in love with guns, and they're all international. They're all foreign. So I think it'll be a good time. I think you know a lot of people that you know, uh, that have seen it really like it because they like the characters. You know, they like it. Some people have said that they don't understand it, and um, you know, the, the the next one that we're doing, they will, everyone will understand it. You know, not everyone will like it the same. Some people will like this. Some people will like something more. You know, more understandable. But I like films that, uh, and that was the point, you know, to kind of balance out the little, you know, tiny low budget portfolio we have to sort of balance it out with two things that are different rather than having everything be the same. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, uh, we all like stories that are just, you know, your basic, like I call them mindless action films. We all like just regular movies. And then sometimes we like, more artsy, challenging movies, but I think it's a balance that you know that 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 goes. I'm hoping these uh, these work. I'm, I'm we have a special this weekend uh, on iTunes. Apparently, it's up there. They they're offering it. For, they, they say it's going to be twelve ninety nine when it comes out, and they're offering it for six ninety nine this this weekend but you know see after it's there a while it'll be 6.99 again very soon so you know it it really doesn't matter but if uh, i like the idea of people go there to itunes to get it then you have it on your computer you can download it you can um uh you can play it on your big screen i i suppose uh uh you know, whatever. I'm not sure with Apple TV what you can do, but it's Apple, so it's iTunes. And anyway, it's there this weekend, and uh, it's there. I I I don't know what uh, that's appealing. I mean, if it was two ninety nine, I would say that that'd probably be a good deal. But you know, I if 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 you want it and it fits into your plan. Of watching, you know what I mean. If that's you, you like to project it from your laptop to your big screen, or you just want to watch it. You know, I, I would take the iTunes movies. I would download them. I buy them there when I'm going to travel, and then I watch it on an iPad, right? So that that works for me with with headphones. So it's there in. Uh, yeah, I believe that's going to be stereo. I think when it's when it's streaming, it's it's five point one or stereo, whatever you have, you know. Uh, but if you want to have it in your possession, that's a you can get it right there. Yeah, it's available today. If you but you can't see it today, it won't show. They won't let you download it until um, uh, June eighteenth, and that's the day. It's and we've got another podcast called. 
inside Crazed House. Crazed House is the our little company, and so, you know, we, we have a little pod about, you know, probably do one with Larry to start with, with our director, to, to see from his perspective what what was it like doing these two films, and the other one will be ready, and um, hopefully, God willing, because you know how these things are, it's very complex. We're hoping by, you know, probably by September, October, right around in there, before some significant festivals go, like Spain, and there's a couple others, um, we'll have it done. But but this one, uh, uh, Girl Next, is, it's sold in, in uh, Latin America, USA, and Canada, but we also have foreign territory. You know, some are not sold, like, for example, UK. We got stuck with the COVID, so we didn't get the advantage of festivals and markets where we could go, so we just started getting into that. I'm not sure. We're trying to come up with a plan to sell the rest of the foreign. I don't know what we're going to do. We haven't sold Russia, I don't think. Asia. Um, I know in Latin America, they're going to dub it into Spanish. So, you know, so it's really a domestic deal we have. That's that's really the most important one. I, I don't care. I'm just, my feeling is, uh, you know, probably going to have to partner with somebody that could, you know, take care of that, you know, really placing the film in foreign territories. I think... One I think that would be great would be UK. I think they, they really probably get it better than we do here. And when I say get it, I don't mean you're smart if you get it, if you're, you're stupid if you don't. I just mean it's, it's more, it's more challenging, let's say, in what it's, what it's saying about life and people and different things, where the other one's just straight up good versus evil. Mad Mad lures people that didn't have something in their past that they did. Uh, that uh, they've been running away from. They get lured with a promise of fame and fortune to this uh, laboratory, house, whatever you want to call it, and this madman. And uh, uh, it's about how uh, he just used them as a bargain to bargain with a, with a demon in another realm, in the quantum realm. And it was real simple. It's, I mean, that's the story right there. That is the story. And then, you know, and, and he, the madman, you know, is going to prevail always. It's horror. The, 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 you know, the, the normal people in there are you know, used as fodder. But I really like it. It's got what, what it is where it's, I think it hits on a, a really great level. And it's going to be coming out in a few months, but where it hits at a really strong level is just like I said, the visionary, uh, the, the 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 characterization the the acting is really superb in, in that one and Quantum Devil and, and the the visionary quality of Larry's directing it's going to give you uh, you know I can say the story it sounds very simple but it's like you know it's like describing you know I can say okay Stanley Kubrick's The Shining it's about a you know a family that goes to a, um, a you know a haunted hotel and gets cabin fever. And you know, it, you know, and uh, the demons sort of take over, and becomes a uh, you know a uh, almost a, a near bloodbath. Well, it sounds okay, but then you see Kubrick's movie, you know, it's and then all of it layered up. So, you know, most of the stories are pretty simple. The, 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 the girl next is uh, about a woman who's taken captive and uh, gets her freedom, and then it, it also has a double entendre, and I think that's that's where. You know, people may feel challenged. In other words, was she there on purpose to do what she did, or was she random victim? You go, you got to go back and watch it again. That's all. Try to figure that out. 
I can't tell you. At first, it's a movie about abduction and a woman that wants to get free and she has to come up with a, you know, some way of busting free, getting her freedom back. Or they're going to kill her or they're going to make her into a, a true Sophia, you know, another splitter into another character and then have a plane pick her up and take her to, uh, I don't know, some, some remote island somewhere, some who knows what, you know, make her into a courier, an assassin, who knows, a uh, sex doll. You know, suffice to say, she's being trafficked. She's trying to figure out a way to get out of it. There are women there before her that have been trafficked, and there are, a couple of them are delivered while she's there. And, uh, you know, and these people that are doing it are completely, completely, you know, out there on drugs. And then there's another drug that's an experimental drug that ties in with the uh, quantum devil. And that drug is about the quantum barrier, the life we're in now. And everyone that's ever tried to break the quantum barrier, you know, some people say that's the line between life and death. They've always failed. You know, you know, God makes it so you can't just break that barrier. So it's about physicists coming up with a uh, a solution where you could break that barrier, where you could be literally a god. Remember that I, I almost think we should have a thing with a flaming sword, you know what I mean, guarding the tree of life. Because there's that tree of life thing. We can't let them have the tree of life. They've already eaten of the fruit, which means they'll know the difference between, they'll know good and they'll know evil like us, but then they'll be able to live indefinitely like us. We can't have that. You know? Let's put a big cherub in front of the tree with a flaming sword to keep people away from it and to block the garden. We can't have them finding Shambhala, now can we? So there it is, it's very biblical, you know, but I mean, it's the same old tale we tell ourselves. Everybody that goes goes up against that quantum realm and tries to get the power for themselves, it's like Precious, the ring and Lord of the Rings, you know what I mean? It's It just always fails. But it doesn't stop them from trying. So I think you'll like that one. And, um, you know, I, I certainly, I'm, I'm really enjoying the, what I really like are the uh, the act, the characters and the, the actors all brought their A game. And so you really get absorbed in it. You know, same thing with uh, Girl Next. I mean, you really get absorbed in the, in the whole drama of how much, how many drugs are used. It's just unreal. It's, but I've been to parties and stuff where there's like piles of cocaine, like, you know, a big, big pile of it in the bathroom and on the table and, you know, in the kitchen and, you know, everywhere. And uh, just, just you know, ridiculous amounts of alcohol and, uh, you know, crazy, uh, uh, just ongoing, you know, it's, it's almost like food. It's People don't even realize how high they are. They just keep ingesting it. And then at the same time, there's this madness to conquer the quantum realm. In fact, even more so, probably propelled by drugs, but propelled by science, propelled by the need to know, propelled by needing to beat God at his own game. So both films deal with that subject matter. And so I know I like it because I've been around it forever. And I'm very, very, you know, really pleased with... uh, 
Well, Larry's direction, it's, it's really, I mean, I think it's going to be a big, pretty much a big wow for people. They, you know, because he's, he's got this, uh, capability, we'll just put it that way, of, um, you know, I, I don't even want to say too much until you have a chance to see it. And, you know, I hope people are kind and, you know, critics are not, uh, gonna be ruthless, but they, they, they might get, you know, they might get that way with Girl Next. They won't get that way with Quantum Devil, but with Girl Next may, they may, you know, say, what's this? You know, I could get an F or I might get an A because I wrote the screenplay on, on the, this one, Larry and I collabed on the screenplay. And that screenplay is really a combination, really started with a, a screenplay from producer Mike, who I've talked about here, Mike, Mike Muscal. Great uh, filmmaker and uh, award-winning guy. You know, he's, he's, we've been friends forever. But anyway, he had the script. We sort of took it from there. And then Larry came up with a draft, and, and it's pretty good that I, I, that I did a pass or two. And but before we know it, we had something that was really. I, I thought, you know, yeah, this is a movie because we're not going to do anything unless it says movie. You know, with a screenplay, we're just don't just pick a screenplay for the heck of it. You know what I mean? The odds on getting a screenplay when you sit down to write one that's going to make a compelling movie are slim and none anyway. You know, it's a, it's a shot in the dark. Well, because you see, it's not just your structure of the screenplay and your characterizations and what you're writing about. It's not just that. It's also the time we're in, isn't it? You know, like movies can be kind of prophetic. And uh, I hope they do well. There's, there's, you know, if 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 they don't, um, say la vie. At least they'll be out there for public consumption. And if they don't, I guess we won't we won't be doing it much anymore. But if they do, uh, we we have four a fourquel, you know, four four films in a row all tied in with each other to find out what's going to happen with these people and just how far it goes. And yes, at some point the dragon comes in. Yeah, of course. There's also chimeras. There's there's uh, there's characters that I had developed in a future screenplay that, that Larry brought back into the, this one. I'm glad he did, which is uh, we call them lovingly the seal men. They have heads like seals, you know. And they're like the doctors, you know. In the future tale, I mean, they can float. They can. They can, you know, but they can heal. Like, let's say you got run over on the freeway and you were like a, a bag of bones, right? You brought you into it, put you on a table. They could actually, they float above you. They're able to put you back exactly the way you were, even better. Oh, yes. <laughs> what medicine, right? And man wants those capabilities. But again, these are like seals. They, they're seal men. They're men uh, with seal heads. They look like a seal. Everybody's fascinated with those. They're like, where did they come from? And it's like, I, they came in a future screenplay and Larry brought them forward into The Quantum Devil. They're just there in the background here, but eventually they're, they're lifesavers. At the same time, they're tied in with the whole alien thing. So it's, you know, the aliens eventually, you know, kind of come from the background to the foreground. Uh, they were put in the background now. I, I had, there was a screenplay I had that there was mention of a couple of aliens and the guy that was reading it, an investor guy. And, uh, he, he didn't like the fact there were aliens mentioned in it at all. But now, you see, all that's changing. 
funny, we went through an anti-alien period, and they weren't around, and people didn't want them in the... They didn't want to make movies of them. They were tired of it. They had enough. No more abduction movies. They won't have anything to do with it. And all of a sudden, now you realize that these aliens... See how close that the fact is we make a, a movie and how close it is to reality? You know how reality, the movie, the making of it, it's all plays together, you see. It all kind of goes together. In a sense, we're just vessels, you know, of this force that's going to be a movie that people will eventually watch that we don't even know. Of course, the, the, the sort of, you know, beaten down narcissist in me wants to control that and go to their houses and force them to like it, but I can't do that. Yeah, you know, it's okay. I'll take the blame. I'm, I'm way out there. I'm all over the place, and, you know. Yes, if you want me to paint like a realistic painting, I can do that too. But how much fun it is to have things in there that nobody explains. You go, well, why was that there? There's something that's in there that I don't understand, that Larry put in there. And I understood it from a, in an artistic sense and from a poetic sense. And I actually, uh, from almost like that, that sort of David Lynch sense, you know, that, that sort of abstract artist sense. But... Uh, and that makes me happy. I like to think about things like that. I like to think about what, why something is like those, the, you know, the, the artwork is everywhere of these serpent beings, you know, being worshipped all over the world, you know, having the, 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 the art, architecture, laws, science, all that coming from these people. Then they disappeared. And my question is now, well, where did they go? I mean, I know they're coming back. We see their ships. The ships are all in the skies nowadays. Won't be long before they start making an appearance. What do you want to bet? The first thing out of their little mouths is going to be something like, you need to change your ways or the earth won't last more than a few years. What do you want to bet? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so that's going on this weekend in iTunes, and that's where you can actually, it's got a little synopsis, not not very well written. I didn't write it. I don't know who did. It's, it's I guess, a little bit like TV Guide. I'm not even mentioned there, even though I'm the uh, producer and the writer of it. I'm not, they have a blank space, and they say they were going to, that, that happens occasionally, they're going to put, but it's okay, it's, I'm, I'm on the film. I mean, you can see me there. At the end, we do we do all the credits at the end on Girl Next, and then hopefully we can get this other one out to you, you know, and hopefully we get the the podcast going where I can ask Larry and Mike and other people how they came to these conclusions because I know there's a lot of younger people that want to know how to write a screenplay. I I used to teach screenwriting at one point until I realized that what a stupid thing that was because my students were incapable of learning how to write. They could either do it or they couldn't. They didn't need to learn anything. I mean, you know, you need to learn a few things, I suppose. You know, maybe read a book like Sid Field's Screen Structure of Screenwriting or something, whatever it was called, that everyone used to, you know, something like that to kind of get an idea of what you're supposed to be doing, you know, writing about some character trying to achieve something, and there's nothing but obstacles. So when he finally overcomes all his own internal and external obstacles, to achieve something, the audience is with you. Yeah, the yay, Rocky. You know, 
Well, this one's not like that. It's more the horror thing. It's more like, you know, uh, it, it's more of a, uh, uh, you know, uh, it's it's more in the horror vein, you know, where, uh, you know, you can expect the unexpected as well. But, say, traditional stories are about somebody wanting to overcome something, handicapped, they can run, they can run in the, you know, long-distance run. Uh, he gets hurt, he has to make a comeback. He overcomes his own demons, and uh, the external forces try to hold him down, including his own family that doesn't want him to risk hurting his knee again. You know, and he goes out there, and he almost blows it. He almost hurts his knee, but he just barely squeaks by, but he wins, he's a champion, yay, you know. Right? In a lot of the way, we get absorbed in the story, the dysfunctional relationships, the uh, things he wishes he had done that he shouldn't have done, the apologies, the blah, 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 the blee, 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 all that stuff. I, I used to, you know, sometimes I like stories like that, but I'll take ones that, uh, that are strange. And, you know, I, I kind of like the, the, the concept of a series, but I can't always trust I'm going to get back there and keep watching it. Many series I've started... And they're perfectly good, you know, stories, but I just don't get back there. You know what I mean? It's it's still the feature film is king for me. It's just like the podcast is still the boss. The feature film is still king. I got two hours. I'm going to put that into, you know, or an hour and uh, 45 minutes, whatever. And I'm going to put myself, uh, you know, in this spot and I'm going to watch it all the way through and that I see it all the way through it, and I feel either good or bad. Usually, lately, I felt bad after every movie I've watched. You know, they're just... Unless I go back to some of the classics where I know what the result will be. But so what I like movies, you know, I've always liked them since I was a kid. That's probably why I'm, you know, kind of revived that that part of me for, for this period of time because I just thought... Well, this is a great time to be doing you know these kind of movies because people are wondering what the hell's going on. The next one called The Voices is all about the apocalypse that this guy is bringing about to the earth to pay a debt. So he's bringing the apocalypse. It's about a couple that's caught in the system, and they're going to be going through the apocalypse. But but what does that really mean, you know? And uh, and so we get into that. It's um. What are super soldiers? What's genetic engineering? All that comes to play in the next thing. And, you know, same story. People are filled with implants, memories, false memories. You know, they're, they're like remade into some kind of robot. What is a de-robotoids? Robotoids, you know, become, you know, you know, more, go back to human so they can love again, so they can, you know, be sensitive to each other, a man and a woman that happen to be the story. Uh... So a bit of a love story there, uh, through the apocalypse. So what does it mean to go through the apocalypse? Is there a life on the other side of the apocalypse? Uh, you'll see. I, I don't know where it's going to wind up, but it's really it's got gang stalking in it, where the guy's being electronically harassed by the next door. You know what I mean? All this equipment, you know, beaming him, and he's unable to sleep, and he's getting irritated, he drinks Jack Daniels, and the family is like, he starts learning that the entire family, you want to talk about gang stalking? He starts, I know you don't want me to do this movie right now, right? He starts talking about 
you know, suspecting that his daughters and his wife are not really his daughters and his wife. And all his backstory that he's got in his head was implanted there. Turns out he was out of the Navy. He was out of Navy intelligence. He was, uh, you know, but there's a lot more to the story. Anyway, the first step is he finds out the next door neighbors are cooking him from the next door. And, uh, you know, he busts in there because he just wants to see if there's equipment down in the basement. He suspects it. And I can't give away anymore. But, I mean, you know, he'll be driving a lot. Like, he'll go to a pizza place and get some pizza to bring home. And they'll go, you know, we've been expecting you, Captain Kirk. They start belittling him, calling him Captain Kirk. How do they know he was in the military? You know, then he's threatening to beat him up. You know, I want this stopped right now. It's not as good as, like, you know, Schellenberger's, you know, think about what it's like to be subjectively gang stock. It's not like a whole study on that. But it does have that whole aspect of it going. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I hope we can, we can pull. I've had one guy who saw that. He said, Zeph, you're crazy. We need to rewrite this whole thing. I was like, you know, what do you mean? He goes, well, these are just normal people. You're having the, the main character just killing off a whole bunch of normal people. You know, these are normal. I said, they're not normal. They're stalking them. They're gang stalking. Unless you're saying the gang stalkers are normal. In that case, screw you, buddy. Well, you know, I mean, you know, so he gives me 35 pages of notes. I got, you know, I've gotten a lot of flack off this one. Then I, we gave it to an Australian company. Or, I don't know where they are, you know. They they offered to throw in, you know, a half a million, 500,000. So they think they own the show at 500,000. Sorry, it's going to cost you more than that. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of expenses. You know, it's really tough. But anyway, so I get these notes back. It was like, I'm the worst writer. The, the, the entire thing redlined every page. It was so bad they didn't want to show it to me. And they still have it. They told me about, you know, the notes. I said, well, that, that person didn't understand what was going on. In other words, they probably got triggered. Something about this gang stalking type of stuff, it triggers people, see? They don't even know they're participating in it. And so I, this screenplay has triggered people. I mean, you know, these people got angry that they had to even read it. I mean, they've, you know, so I do. I, I got something going on. Right now I feel the force is on me trying to make me into a crowd pleaser, and I, we have to fight against that. Hollywood, you know, not Hollywood, but the movie uh, industry would like me to conform and, you know, be a crowd pleaser. And at the end of the day, because I know if I don't please the crowd that I get no money and we fail. So what do I do? Well, don't do it in the first place. Who told you to do it? Why do you have to do that? Big hassle. It's a big pain in the ass. Very little reward unless you're at the top. So well, why do it? The answer is I don't know. I could have written a book a lot cheaper, but who reads? I I don't I like it. Most people like to watch a, a film. You know, I like to watch a movie, don't you? So I guess with Girl Next that could be my obscure one. I've I don't think it's obscure at all. She gets abducted. 
with her groceries, trying to put her groceries in the car. She gets dabbed. She gets drugged. She gets taken to a strange house in the middle of Texas, in the middle of nowhere. No way out. All right, I think we've hit the... See, I could save that for... I could save that for uh, for the other pod, you know, talking about... I'm not sure how I'll do it, because I know that, th- that there was a spiritual message to get out about the, the world, but I almost feel this pressure like, you know, don't tell them the secrets of the world, or how dare you have your... It's your opinion, man. How, how do you know you're being... You're right. Well... I know that I know I'm right. Because I have reverse engineered it. Why? Okay, why am I here? What is the purpose of being here? And there is a purpose for all of us being here. Just because people can't figure out or they want to confuse the issue doesn't mean that you can't find the purpose. It just means they've confused the issue and they don't know what they're talking about. All right. I contend that we're not just here at random. We're not just here at the pleasure of our parents. There's a reason we're here. Each one of us is individually made for a reason. Some of it is to fit in with other people as they're in the struggle. But what's the struggle about? Coming to peace with life so you can die? That's part of it. Being able to forgive everyone and everything for all the offenses that began on day one? Well, that might be a small part of it. But that's not pur- purpose. Is, is, is action moving forward. What is the purpose? When I go forth in action forward, what is my purpose? Well, because everyone lies and because they go nuts when you start getting close to the truth, that like you, you're touching a raw nerve there. That tells me that that's one of the purposes to find that thing they call truth that they try to bury. Then ask the question, why are they trying to bury it? Now you're talking, and then of course from there you can get to the truth, and you can get to your purpose. You can get to the whole point. the The point I'm trying to make is the reason we're here has nothing to do with our reasoning, or nothing to do with our parents, nothing to do with uh, man. At all. This is a God thing. The story of Job tells it as well as anybody. Job didn't choose to have all the afflictions that happened to him, no. Job um, was a good man, but really it had nothing to do with him. And so his questioning of God would have been wrong. And once you find that out, you go, well, what's it got to do with It's a contest between Satan and the Almighty Yah. That's the the point. So what's Job? Job is there as the object of that purpose, which is what? Which is to see what Job will choose. What he will choose. 
Will he turn on God when the going gets tough? Well, how many times I've done that? My God, I'm so ashamed. We're so spoiled here in America. I guess it's good that we're being taken down. The least little thing comes up. Oh my God, my life is ruined. You know, listen to teenagers. Oh, oh my God. I mean, it's not going to take me to the prom. My life is ruined. Right? I'll never be happy again. I'm 16. Right? If you want to refresh your memories, you may go to TikTok and watch all the uh, slutty, stupid, idiotic behavior that you've missed all these years since high school, and you can refresh your, your, your memory. I've been using it for, um, for the UFO thing. I've been, fo- I've been following the, 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 the pulse on that. So you find out what they, what they really, really want to block from you. And then you know that's going to be hidden and concealed, and that will be the purpose of your life. Which is, I'm not here, I'm like Job, I'm here, um, I'm not really, I, I have free will. Um, whether I'm here of my own free will or not, I, that, that, I don't need to answer that. I just need to answer what's the, what's the point of my being here. Well, every time God comes through for me, I feel embarrassed. It's like, I, I didn't doubt you completely, but I was kind of wondering, you know? So one, one reason I'm here is to build up my faith, to be stronger, to be better, a better person. The other thing is, whenever I've indulged in sin and, you know, gone against the command of the Lord, and even as silly as it might be, like, you know, who knows what it would be, to, but, but even little things, Big things go wrong. So I'm kind of keep on that straight now with the Lord. is a lot easier said than done. But the alternative is to, you know, hang out with a bunch of know-nothing assholes, everybody completely selfish, not even hearing the other guy. And, you know, hanging out to go gambling, do drugs, to run after girls, whatever it is. Parties, you know, hoopla, riches, yachts, planes. All that is anti-purpose. It's got nothing to do with your purpose. It's got nothing to do with any purpose. It could be a byproduct of, you know, you're following along a certain path and you're successful and you have a plane, I would joke and tell people I'd I'd love to have my own plane now or I wouldn't have to go through any of these checkpoints. But uh or I just don't fly, that's fine too. And I think we come to the end of, I you know, I did it pretty well today and then I kinda of blathered on and I sort of ruined it. So earlier, like about a, about probably thirty, forty minutes ago, I was kind of, you know, on. And then probably because uh I was just thinking there'll be quite a few Christians that are going to hate me because of this movie because they're going to see drugs and sex and stuff going on. But 
I often use sex and horror together. You know, I mean, just being honest as an artist, I I find that uh, to be, uh, you know, I, I, I do that. I've, I've always done that. And I suppose that's what's not really trying to be cool or anything or appease anybody that's, you know, into degradation. <laughs> I'm just, you know, it, it's kind of like trying to paint a picture of the way people are, you know, without really judging them. But people say, oh, you've got this uh, nudity and, you know, you've got uh, piles of drugs and, you know, indiscriminate killing and, uh, you know, it's, it's it's Satan's having a fest with you. I mean, I don't know how many demons that you're going to have to get deliverance after you watch this one, folks. You're right. Haters could say that. you got to get, well, you might have to get deliverance. You know, I saw one had cannibalism in it and I felt I had to. You know, say to the Lord, but I'm always talking to the Lord, you know, after a movie, you know, before doing something, you know, please help us, Lord. And it's never, it's just never, you know, our things are going great today, Lord, thank you, you know. It's every day is just like, you know, you just can't take it for granted. You just need the Lord to help because uh, you just can't make it. You can't make it. That also goes to purpose. And so, <laughs> anyway, and we will uh, we will go now and try uh, and find something to play here on our way out. <laughs> okay. And I'll see you next time. This is a, a song that never really got completely finished called Sophia Superior. It had to do with this. I wrote it while, while kind of writing the screenplay to never made it into the film. You know, you know, it was, uh, you know, it wasn't really right. And I don't know. I, I don't make that decision. Larry makes those on the, on the actual content of the, we kind of have to agree. So some interesting music did make it in there, though. But this one helped me with the uh, screenplay, even though it's 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 kind of it's real kind of rough. But I'm just going to play it anyway. And so basically, bidding you shalom, peace, pray for peace in Israel and all around the world. They're trying to ramp up a big extinction level event, and now they're getting the aliens involved in our free will. And here we go again. See you next time.
Yeah.